Welcome to Good Mid-Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FGQB NYJs. Today is Friday, May 14th, and oh, what a show we have for you. Hey, give us a text. Our text line is open, and the number is 971-361-9396. Give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout-out. I want to thank all of our sponsors, Little Timmy's Whiskey. Not sad enough? Try drinking Little Timmy's Whiskey. It's sure to make you sad. And we want to thank Leon's Milk Sickle Delivery Service. Do you like bland popsicles? I think you may like Leon's Milk Sickles. It's just frozen milk. And lastly, we want to thank the folks down at the Hammock Emporium. Looking to pretend hammocks are comfortable? Well, head on down to the Hammock Emporium. They have hundreds of styles and colors, none of which are actually comfortable. For more information, go to thehammockemporium.gov. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor for Good Mid-Morning or any of the great podcasts on Podland, send an email to liam at podland.productions. Hey, 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 it's Friday, and what a show we have for you. Joining me is a Portland-based musician raised in Maui, Dustin Didvig. Did I say that right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, is a multi-instrumentalist and a producer and generally a, a really nice guy. His ongoing musical project, Brass Clouds, can be found on BrassClouds.com and Bandcamp. It's my pleasure to have Dustin DeVig on the show. Dusty, good morning. How are you, bud? Good, Liam. How are you? I am doing well. Good, you know? Good to see you, man. It's good to see you as well. Yeah. Uh, you are the first person that I have hugged upon immediately seeing. I know um, it's wild. I, I'm kind of like that huggy type, and I think so. That's got to be sort of weird, you know. But with everything going on, we're both vaxxed, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. No, that it was. Uh, it was great. Yeah. It yeah. Was, <laughs> it's a warm. It's a great embrace. It right? was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm hugging somebody. I haven't hugged like. And it was, you know, like it was normal. It, was, it, yeah. it felt very normal. It could is... have been like the Matrix, where you get sucked into the mirror, you know, or something, yeah. or you just melt. It could have been. Yes. <laughs> you never know at this point. Um. Uh, very okay. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you as well. And um, I'm glad. I'm glad we're both still here, hovering. Yeah, this planet, man. it's yeah. been it's been a crazy, crazy yeah, it's time. So, it's so good to see friends again and getting all you know, being healthy, feeling healthy and sane enough to see people and be in front of mics and Act, yeah, yeah, and try to do some sort of stuff musically and. Yeah. Hopefully that that leads to you know some stage or outside shows more so. It seems like it is. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That's what it, it's looking like. Yeah. Is uh, things are starting to open up a little bit. It'll be nice for the summer, and then you know with the backdrop of the fires, I think we'll all be. <laughs> oh yes. It'll make for good pyrotechnics for yeah. all these shows. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the when, fire fire season. Yeah. When Kiss comes to town, we'll be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be ready to roll. Yeah. So what uh, what have you been doing for for the uh, for this last year? Just uh, I yeah. mean, what? Well, one one thing I like to know is yeah. what what was going on right before the COVID uh, happened. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I work at a music store and play a lot of shows, so I think uh, I had a bunch of that. You know, being around musicians and had a bunch of shows geared up, and um, those kind of you know went away for a bit. But uh, I think things are starting to kind of get planned again and people are trying to play again. So, but yeah, I've been, I mean, I, I feel pretty fortunate to live in these times. I have a studio at home kind of like here. So I just, yeah. we, you know, my, my wife and I, Ash, uh, we do a bunch of recording and it's awesome to have a partner that we both can just like goof around in our different studios all day, whether it's music, visual art, 
yeah. doing video stuff. So. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, I've tried to stay as sane. I'm, I'm, I don't mind being at home and being introverted and yeah, and and staying safe while things are trying to like even themselves out out there and stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean, so. I think that's been my my whole problem is uh, I I like to go out and and I need to get out of the house and talk to people and sure. and, and be around somebody other than. Um, my dogs and my wife yeah yeah totally uh, and i yeah and I, I feel that yeah I, I we we got a dog like i think half of portland did over yeah <laughs> and it was a long time planning but you know yeah that was amazing so that was super rad yeah to do over to be able to be home with him and like you know that's kind of amazing and once in a lifetime where you can just hang with your puppy and oh yeah that's crazy that's kind of a wild thing and uh, so that was really cool to be yeah. able to do that. But yeah, it's, you know, I think we live in a great area too, where you can go outside, you know, and try to get away from people for the most part. So mm-hmm. you probably did that a lot too, go to the coast or something or go, uh, go we, to the woods. We tried. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, as, we didn't, we as didn't, safe as possible. Yeah. We didn't get to do it as much as we wanted to. Yeah. Um, I mean, at first I think we all kind of hunkered down, which oh, was yeah. the smart thing to do. Cause you didn't want to like, you know. You didn't want to be that that person, so. I think the one time we really we were like we got to get out of town is when the fires the fires were happening, yeah. and we were like I like I, we have to get out of town, so it's we went to so the coast, crazy. yeah, and right it was you know it was beautiful, but. Uh, Ash and I lived at the coast for one of the first really bad fire seasons. Mm-hmm. We, we lived in in the Halem. Oh geez. And like yeah, we saw the, what happened when everyone from California came up to to get away from it yeah and then it wasn't as bad like on our side as it was la- last year or the year before or as it's going to become or whatever but <laughs> but yeah it was crazy. but there was tornadoes right before we moved out there so that was a good sign that that uh things were starting to heat up yeah <laughs> on the coastline there's like seven tornadoes but there is no climate change and i just you know oh I, yes that's true that's a running theme here we got to remind people that there is there is no climate change. This is all normal. This yeah. Is, uh, this is just the cycle of the, the, you know, what happens. This happened a couple thousand years ago as well. You know. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we've talked to some dinosaurs recently. Mm-hmm. I think that that it just happens. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It just happens. You just have to adapt. Sometimes there's tornadoes where there's never tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. In the ocean. Yeah. Sharknado. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that actually becoming a thing. That you know? is a documentary. Actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you uh, worked on some uh, albums, yeah, album, lot of lot of uh, stuff. I think I yeah. released like f- five things, maybe or quite a few. Yeah, over over this one of them was from a label out of Hawaii, which was cool, and and uh, that was kind of rad to like go. B- it was through a friend's brother who's from here who happens to live there, but that was kind of wild turn of events because yeah, I did spend some time growing up there quite a bit of time and going back and forth. And I feel like it was a big part of my kind of like attitude and childhood part yeah. of my like weird Gemini mind is like li- being from Portland, like born here, but growing up a bunch in, in Maui. And when, and when did you move to Maui? When I was pretty young, well, I started going there when I was pretty young, but mm-hmm. I started there in like first grade and, okay. and went through like elementary school and went back and forth a bunch through like middle school and high school. And, uh, okay like kind of stopped going there as much in high school when I started getting older, I guess. But, 
It was just harder to go. It got more expensive. Right. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't like a, oh, I don't want to go to Maui <laughs> yeah. again. Uh, it was more just like I had a bunch of friends. And my family had lived there for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like an escape from from that. But I think it added a lot to kind of like this, like, uh, you know, my gray side and this also like oceanic yeah, uh, <laughs> sun vibe. I think it adds to like, makes sense when I listen to my music, which happens to be very like chaotic in that way or bounces around a lot. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that growing up, bouncing around between those two places. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It was awesome. I can't wait to go back sometime. Yeah. I haven't been back for, for a minute, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know, right? Let's go, yeah. That's one place. That the we, next the we, next episode will be. Yes. Yeah. That would be great. But next we keep episode. talking about, like, that's – or has never been to Hawaii or anything. And yeah. I've been uh, went a couple times when I was a kid. And yeah. I really want to go back. Amazing experience. Yeah, there's a reason people like George Harrison and people have, like, live there. And yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's pretty amazing. And there's just amazing, you know, people, local people that have lived there forever. I had so many amazing friends growing up and different cultures and yeah. different languages spoken. It's pretty rad. But I don't know if I'd live there full time. Like, I feel like it's hard to maybe live there full time as you get older but um and it's you know it's only so big but so there's yeah. only so much room for people from like the mainland to go and find places but it's so rad to go visit you know yeah yeah super cool well let's check out one of your tracks cool right on yeah sounds good which one uh which one did you want to start with do you know yeah i was thinking there's a track called fallen society which yeah. is it was titled before everything went down but i figured uh, it would, you know, make sense yeah. tidally for this, uh, my last record, which is called Rubicon, which I released last Friday. But um, yeah, it's just a song from that record. All right, let's check it out. This is Fallen Society by Brass Clouds. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions. Oops. <laughs> Live. Live radio. All right, now. We're listening to Brass Clouds.
You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Productions. That was Fallen Society by Brass Clouds. We're here with Brass Clouds. Uh, Dustin. Uh, so I was, uh, that's a great track. I love that track. Thanks, man. Um, and I was trying to count how many uh, layers are in there. <laughs> it is. It's kind of like a big sub sandwich of things there yeah yeah i counted like seven yeah seven layers probably yeah totally maybe more maybe less and do you play the saxophone you know i don't actually ash does okay plays um that saxophone is actually mellotron oh uh saxophone from from a keyboard oh okay yeah um but actually what i've been really getting into um is this keyboard called the rolly seaboard keyboard Uh and it's it's a really strange, it's kind of a, you can kind of move your fingers around and get really expressive with sounds and they have really realistic sounds to it. So mm-hmm. a lot of the really realistic stuff I use, maybe besides some flute from like Ash uh-huh. is from like the Rolly or Mellotron okay. stuff um, from like a, yeah, either the, the Rolly keyboard or Nord keyboard. Nice. So yeah, I mean, I've always, I, that was one of my first instruments was trumpet and like, and being in band and saxophone and tuba and all this stuff. But I just don't play it. Like I'd like, I hear it in my head. Yeah. Um, but there's so many amazing ways to, to get sounds now. There's also this free program called labs. Uh Um, that is like really amazing soundtrack cinematic, um, sounds that i use all the time and you just use you know with your midi controller and stuff but oh that's cool yeah i mean we we have a sax now so i uh-huh. should bust my ass and <laughs> and play more real sax because i love it you yeah know? but it's i also hard. love this it's hard yeah for sure <laughs> and i i play so many other instruments that i should probably get better at <laughs> right yeah let me yeah let yeah. me master this one before i pick up the next one yeah for sure i'm probably yeah. sitting at nine thousand hours on the other ones or whatever or yeah ninety thousand or whatever so once I get to a hundred thousand on those, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll start with sax or I s- oboe or something. Yeah. I started out on the trumpet as well, and yeah. uh, and I still have my trumpet here. It's, it's somewhere down here, and every once in a while, I'll, I'll take it out and and I'll and I'll give it. You know, I'll try and do. I'll do a scale or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, you could do some free jazz. Like, yeah, you know, absolutely, yeah, totally. But my cheeks hurt so bad <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah, that, I I can't believe I used to do that all the time. Yeah, for sure. I know it's. It is really weird getting back into it. It's one of the stranger instruments. I try to play it sometimes when I'm at work or yeah. like cornet or something. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's just got a such a practiced instrument. So Absolute. amazing, of course, such a beautiful instrument. But yeah. Yeah. It's got to get back. My uh, I, I love telling the story that I, I when I was a little kid, I wanted to play the drums mm-hmm. and I told my parents I wanted to play the drums and and uh, they took me to a uh place you know or no our music teacher mr rainy <laughs> mr rainy told my parents uh you know all little boys want to play the drums you it's should you should have him play the trumpet so funny man I, yeah it's like same story so they yeah. so they're like oh okay cool and uh so they're like well we're uh you're not gonna play the drums you're gonna play the trumpet and uh so we're gonna go get you this trumpet now guess where we went guess where we went <laughs> mr rainy's brass uh, music store, uh-huh. Ponzi scheme, unbelievable. <laughs> and, and I actually, for years, had thought that my parents were just like, "No, you can't play the drums. You're gonna play the trumpet." And yeah. then they, my dad told me one time, he's like, "No, your music teacher said all little boys want to play the drums." 
and and then I, and then I found out that he was the guy he was the guy we bought the trumpet from at Mr. Rainey's music store. If only he had a drum shop. Exactly. Yeah, to get, you know, <laughs> then you could have maybe been on your way earlier, but I could have. Uh, that's the same thing. Yeah, I wanted to. I was lucky. My mom got me a drum set really young, mm-hmm. but like not after, you know, that was in high school or something. You know, yeah. Showing interest in like some Zeppelin or something, but yeah. But it, you know, growing up, yeah, it's like you start with the trumpet. And then I played like some trumpet and tuba in high school. And then the band got cut, like the whole band department got cut oh, for a while. You know, one of the, like that kind of time I know. So yeah. you really got to get into like Sun Ra and some yeah. stuff to open <laughs> your mind, you know. All right, here we go. Oh, man. Well, you want to talk about a little news? I mean, we've got sure. uh, there's so much happening in the world today. Um, yeah, I'll try to keep it positive. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> We were well. We were talking about getting vaxxed, you know, yeah. being being all vaxxed up. Yeah. And the the CDC is now finally catching up with science, saying that uh, fully vaccinated people can stop wearing masks in most settings, including crowded indoor gatherings. So that is uh, fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Be- and, and I yeah, I agree. Because uh, yeah, I'm, for months, research about COVID nineteen has pointed to two encouraging patterns. First, the underlying virus that causes COVID rarely spreads across uh, spreads outdoors. And second, and even more important, fully vaccinated people are at virtually no risk of serious disease and only a minuscule risk of spreading the virus to others. So it's a first step for normalcy for those of us who've just got who have gotten the vaccine. So I think the one fear is totally. that. Uh, anti-vaxxers will now just take off their masks. Yeah, well, uh, did you hear that anti-vaxxers now want to mask up? <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> to protect from the vaxxers, which I yeah. think is pretty wild because uh. I still feel in this in, in this spot like walking dogs where I feel like, you know, I'm not wearing a mask, but yeah. if, if people don't know you're vaxxed, you, you feel like, oh, no, they don't know. You know, I, almost, yeah. I wish we all had like bracelets or something. That sounds probably really wild, but... You know, like, no, it's true. I've <laughs> like, said the same thing. Yes. When are we going to get the bracelets? When are yeah. we going to get the tattoos? Because I know? feel like I do feel like people or like a pin, you mm-hmm. know, or something, yeah. you know, or like, just a shirt that says I've been vaxxed. Sure. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I do feel like I don't want, you know, when you're walking outside or something, you know, people are kind of looking. I try to maybe do like the under the chin. Mm-hmm. So people know there's all sorts of weird stuff now. Yeah. But then but then now they might think you're anti-vax if you're mass so there's a whole flip around it, yeah it, <laughs> who it, knows what to do <laughs> i'm getting in my spacesuit. exactly yeah. i think that's the i think that's the thing to do yeah is just totally get com- yeah calling elon and oh, offering my my soul did you see him on saturday night live uh as much as i could take uh, what uh, oh my god <laughs> that was awful i really you know i really try not to i'm not too stoked on all that personally yeah yeah me neither yeah i just it's hard to you know like i don't even know what to think about that dude at this point i mean i you know i i agree it, yeah it, it's it's mind-blowing like, like Lex he, luther he, or something yeah, or whatever, yeah. It's, it's like it's this like character that you know you don't you just don't want to deal with especially yeah. like right now you're like no no you not right now we've yeah. got so much other shit going oh, on right now i can't believe yeah and he thinks he's just like saving saving us all and the whole manipulation of like cryptocurrency too. I mean, oh it's just so God. wild. I don't know. It's just like, as much as I try not to get into it, I feel like I read about it a lot, and it definitely warps my. I can't even brain. get my head around that <laughs> shit, man. I <laughs> seriously can't. I'm yeah. like, 
Yeah. I can't even get my head around cryptocurrency. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. And then how this guy, as a joke, has manipulated it, and now it's all, um, you know. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I think it's like kryptonite for, you know. Yeah. It's like some weird, weird vibes going on, and and you know NFTs are a big part of that too. Which as an artist, I think is is kind of a, I don't know. It's a trippy. What's an NFT? Trippy future. Well, it's just like a taking your art and and turning it into a digital, oh. unmanipulate, non-fungible, fungible asset or, you know, like yeah. it's like this whole, you know, it's beyond me. It's in the Blade Runner zone already. So, damn. I mean, it's not I wouldn't say it's beyond all of us. It's just something to get used to or whatever. But I think a lot of us don't live in the digital realm as much as some other people. So it's it's a big transition yeah. time, you know, where it's like you and I both are still into records and a lot of people are into that. And some people are going to be into, you know, showing what they have in this digital world. And it'll yeah. be an interesting split. I think, you know, where some people have that and some people have that. I think we can all coexist. Of course. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it's trippy. <laughs> yeah. I want to shut it all down. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Get, hop in that Ebenezer and, yeah. Yeah. Hide underneath. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hop in the Ebenezer. <laughs> the fuck's an Ebenezer? <laughs> uh, um anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's check out another track. Okay. Yeah. Um what was the next one I think? I think I it was called Control Room. Yeah, Control Room. Yeah. This one was from from the record before Rubicon. It's like the title track. Um, this one was influenced a lot by watching Alien, the movie, the movie Alien, uh -huh. a bunch, and just kind of like um, tried to picture myself as like you know Sigourney just in this control room crash yeah. landing, and like maybe some music that she would make, like if she had Ableton. And you, so did you go in? <laughs> you went into making this song with this this in mind? Kind of the whole record, really? Uh, yeah, just you know, like I'm. Being an instrumental artist, uh -huh. I don't know, you know, you get influenced by a lot of movies or, you know, I also want to make, you know, also a visual artist too. So, you know, watching movies or influenced by movies all the time. And yeah, Ash and I were just watching like this old VHS copy of Alien all the time and mm -hmm. thinking of, I don't know, just kind of think how we're, we, how this home studio kind of is your control room and we're kind of crash landing our way out of this time. Yeah. Sort of, sort of that metaphor, but also just really into watching alien and at the time a bunch too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's uh that's so different from, from uh, my, the way I think that it's right. I, yeah. I, I, I find that. Yeah. That's really cool. Different strains for different yeah, brains. Absolutely. You know? yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's check out uh, brass clouds doing control room. You're listening to good mid morning right here on podland dot productions.
Listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions, folks. Don't forget that we are on Patreon. Yeah, you can head on over to our homepage and click on that "Become a Podlander" uh, button. That'll take you over to our Patreon page. You can become a member. We've got a dollar membership, uh, five dollar membership, whatever you can do, folks. Help out Podland Productions. Uh, become a content machine. Do it. Do it today, uh, or don't. You know, whatever you want to do. Um, folks, we are hanging out here with Dustin DeVig of Brass Clouds, uh, listening to some great tunes that was Control Room. So the whole album is kind of like in that, in that style. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like every record kind of goes all over the place, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, I mean, that song in particular, Ash kind of, Ash and I sang on it a bit, which is, um, and I think that one is the end of the record too, but Uh But yeah, I mean, kind of like going back to what we were saying, I kind of always think of these instrumental records as as almost little films. So I try to, you know, they kind of build and and mellow and kind of have like I grew up really loving that record Radiohead record Kid A where uh-huh. I feel like a lot of or records like that where they have the, these like cinematic peaks and valleys and yes. you know. So Yes. So that's kind of like the last track, but uh um but yeah, it's kind of soundtracky where some of it's kind of mellow. There's some ambient stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, always try to start with like a banger. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank totally. you so much. I hope people notice that. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, as a DJ uh, and, you know, I get a lot of new stuff or, you know, 
and so listening to albums, yeah, it's you know, if the first song doesn't get me, it's I move on to the next. Like you, it, it, I well, I'll give it two songs. I give it yeah. the first one, and I think like the fourth or fifth because I always find that somewhere in the middle is going to be a banger too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, if I you think don't most have most people that, get five seconds, so that's why you got to start hot these days. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's re- it's like if you're not hooked in the first couple of seconds, fuck it. Yeah, moving on. Totally. Yeah, my next song, I'm just gonna start it with, "Hey, wait, stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. It's every, gonna get good. Yeah, every song will start that way. Wait, hold up, hold up. It's about to get good. Oh, that's awesome. I'll be my ad libs. Uh, you mentioned that Kid A album, and it totally yeah. reminded me that when I was uh, uh, younger, my mid to late 20s i used to live on 46 and hawthorne Mm -hmm. and i worked downtown at the brasserie momotre oh yeah uh and i would walk to work and i would put that album on uh and walk to work and it was like it to this day it's one of my favorite walking albums i was that i completely agree i mean i used to you know back in the day maybe too young too old or whatever but yeah do a little bit of shroomy boomies and mm-hmm. and walk around and like the whole town would illuminate and yeah. like back when like lad's edition was pretty mellow um or at least mellower than it is now i would walk around like the circles and i agree man it yeah. was just like i know that sounds kind of bizarre but like yeah that record is amazing that song tree fingers yeah that ambient song was like one of my first like time listening to that i i also grew up weirdly listening to like my grandma had a bunch of like steve halpern uh-huh. and like new age like ambient tapes that she like i would fall asleep to so oh. i so i remember i feel like that kind of is like a big reason also that i love ambient music too but yeah then i remember in high school kind of like expanding my mind in different ways and listening to that song tree fingers and i i got a copy of like fruity loops uh-huh and like i would just like i would record like my friends and I being stoned in the basement and then I would like pitch it way down and and like put a bunch of reverb on it and be like well that sounds kind of like tree fingers or you know or whatever yeah. like this sounds ambient but yeah man like that's awesome. walking around listening to that record it's so it's so cinematic yeah it's folks crazy. if you haven't done it yeah. if you haven't tried it yeah totally. put some headphones on <laughs> uh you could take some mushrooms people probably hate radiohead <laughs> now but no i'm just kidding um that's you know that's funny because joey was on uh joey ficken oh, was yeah. on tuesday and he played a radio song and he was talking about he's he was saying oh people are probably tired of radiohead <laughs> like, are getting, they I, are, are, i'm not tired of radiohead like y- you know pro- i mean yeah i'm not either but you know I guess I don't listen to them as much as I used to, but I don't. Yeah. I feel like everyone's listening taste gets different once you listen to a band for a long time. Yeah. You know, it's like I'll I'll go back and still enjoy it a lot, but yeah, I think some people think of them as like U two now or something. <gasps> yeah, I know, no. right? I know. Isn't no. that so fucked no. up? Yeah, that totally is wrong. I know. Or like maybe Muse fucked them up. Oh, I think that band Muse fuck, fucked them up. I fucking hate I that I know, band. exactly. Yeah, they just, Oh, because people are like, oh, this sounds like Muse. Yeah. Oh. It's like, or something like that. Or like, or maybe they're like, oh, Radiohead's like the wimpy Muse. Or oh, something. my <laughs> God. No, but they're like some of the, I mean, some of my, they're all individually some of my favorite musicians. Yeah. So that's what I love the about Radiohead. from Muse? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally. One of my favorite bands. Totally. They're my Muse is, yeah. really. Uh, no, uh. Yeah, Radiohead, like Johnny Greenwood is definitely, I think about his soundtrack work a lot. Mm-hmm. One time I was in San Francisco and I, I saw him in a bathroom 
uh, when I was on tour when I was really oh, young, okay. and he was performing like his some orchestra pieces down the street. Oh wow! And I just remember like that was one of the only times in my life where I, you know, I realized that I shouldn't have my pants down and you know just <laughs> no it was uh yeah it was like he's one of my idols guitar yeah or, or symphonic work like it's amazing yeah and tom this york just did a last uh last year did a yeah. soundtrack to a some some movie i got that album yeah i think all of them at this point are oh, and it's amazing for them. yeah i know for them. yeah those brits yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i did want to mention um that I don't know if you've ever heard the show on X-Ray, but there's a sh on Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh, there's a show called Optic Echoes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And actually of all of Tuesdays uh, is all it's all just kind of like um, uh, now I just forgot the word that we've just been using. Um, uh, this type of music, um, you know, um, like ambient. ambient or, oh, ambient, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's sure. all ambient music. And yeah. we love listening to to that on Tuesdays. Yeah. I'm actually going to. I'm going to try and <laughs> release it today. You know, I, I put out a lot of stuff on Bandcamp, uh -huh. so I feel like I can do whatever, you know, at this point. But, yeah, I'm releasing another record. My next record is going to be all ambient. Um, it's kind of a short, like, f five to seven song EP. It's called Maple River about driving out to this place near Mount Hood when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, and like kind of the surreal experience of driving the same path from like Sandy to this Brightwood, Do you know, Brightwood. I know, I know of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this there. small weird area that I used to grow up going out to. Yeah. But yeah. So that my next release is, yeah, it's all, it's way different than these last few records. It's just like all really, um, meditative, like kind of serene, cool cinematic stuff. Yeah. Uh, you should, uh, you should send it to x-ray. Uh, oh yeah. There we go. Yeah, totally. I will. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. Um, the, yeah they they take uh they do take um local people uh anyway submissions and stuff submissions for cool. thank yeah, you for, for sure. no awesome. being able to put the words <laughs> that are i'm trying to come out of my mouth <laughs> i'm just high enough <laughs> <laughs> uh let's check out another track here okay yeah let's um influx, influx. i believe yeah so this is from metrochrome yeah um which is a record that my friend Caitlin Love's brother uh, put out um, and his label is Emerald Valley Recordings. They're out of uh, the Big Island, I believe, Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, they're super rad. They put out this record on, they put it on cassette. So there's like one, of, this is one of the few things I have physical copies of like available on my band camp and stuff um, or brassclouds.com. Um, but yeah, this is, this record is much more, uh, this is very conceptual record and it's kind of um, the concept behind the record is uh, the whole planet is being taken over by AI and we're being all solidified in this like chrome material. And then basically it's the soundtrack that the AI is listening to and it's in its headphones, so to speak, yeah. while it's like, you know, killing us all basically. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a cool. beat record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Let's let's check it out. It's called Influx Brass Clouds. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions.
listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions. Hey, folks, you can follow us on Instagram under Good underscore Mid underscore Morning. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find me, DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram under DJ FGQBNYJs. You can find Brass Clouds on Instagram under Brass Clouds. Right? That's oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ash and I have a band too called Monda Green. Um, that is my other main project, Monda Green the Band. Cool. Um, is, is the name on Instagram or on Instagram. Mm hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that song was called Influx. Um, I noticed some looping. Is there looping in that song? Yeah, it's kind of, uh, yeah, I make a lot of stuff in Ableton. Okay. Yeah, so um, there is definitely some looping going on. Yeah. And then I use a lot of stuff, in, um, a lot of this program called Max for Live, so to, you know, try to randomize the looping a little bit to okay. try and create some sort of, like, not as stagnant loops maybe yeah. sometimes um, or some sort of randomization. Um, but yeah, that one, and there's a lot of field record. I use like voice memos a lot in my songs and oh, try really? to like chop up. So it, I think there's a bunch of sound of like us at the coast and a bunch of different weird sounds like that kind of mixed cool. in and chopped in through different, different effects. But nice. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like, are you, uh, adjusting speeds doing you know oh yeah shifting stuff like that yeah. yeah 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 and even on the other songs that that sound that are all using live instruments i use ableton a lot uh -huh. so I'll, I'll chop up my drums a lot of times and uh i'll do take you know like 30 minute takes and go back and kind of resample myself and nice chop it up a lot that's just kind of how you know, I grew up listening to a lot of hip hop and jazz and, and sample based music. Mm -hmm. So I just, I, I like making music that way. It's really fun to kind of record and sample yourself. And yeah, and were you, Ableton's uh, a great program. Yeah. Were you always a, a, a writer or like a mute, like, um, so for me, mm -hmm. I, like I, you know, I started out playing the, uh, trumpet and then I did, you know, like you, when I was older, my parents finally did get me a drum set. So I, uh, moved on to the drums yeah, for and sure. then at you know some point where you know I had played in bands and whatnot and just playing the drums I was like I I, I want I wanted more con creative control over over the sounds yeah uh, it was that is that a similar story for you uh, or yeah, I mean I, I love playing drums you know I feel like you can be very I agree with you like yeah I mean at, when you play a lot of drums, you kind of want to step out into other realms. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I grew up writing a lot and I always wrote lyrics and, you know, I was one of those like, like early nineties or like mid to late nineties kids that like wanted, to, you know, I'd write songs for rappers or like R and B artists that I liked. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to be more a producer. Like I really liked, you know, whoever the, ne the Neptunes or whoever, you know, yeah. Timbaland or whoever's writing big songs or, um, late, who, you know, uh, who, uh, which, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which hip hop artists were you writing songs for? <laughs> uh, pretty much like everyone that I thought of in my brain, you yeah. know, like I think I even have some old paper. I was like jaw rule. Oh man. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, all the, or whatever. I don't even know. Probably Missy oh, and, wow. and, uh, genuine. Yeah. And I think the, the very first concert besides the Ninja Turtles that I went to was genuine and in sync. Wow. And uh, so I was probably writing songs for people like that, like InSync featuring Nelly. 
<laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was a long time. That this was a long time ago. Yeah, but that's great. That's yeah, like ambitious. Like I wanted to know? be that. I wanted to be like a songwriter, yeah. producer. But I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to be like famous. I just wanted to like make music with people. Did you send yeah. them off? Did you send the songs off? No, oh. but one time, <laughs> uh, no, I did not. But one time, maybe someday I'll meet them and. Yeah, and I'll share them and they'll be like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> you should have hit me up. <laughs> uh, one time I was on tour, though, and I saw Missy Elliott's house and it was like a beautiful, yeah. amazing house. And I was like, God, I should slip her some lyrics. Through yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Sure hold up. I love that. I got to go run these over to Missy. Just yeah, real quick. totally. It's like amazing. Like there's like, yeah. Anyway. That's incredible. Yeah, for sure. That's that's uh yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, I, but I, I I don't do that as I honestly don't write as much anymore like yeah. I um Monda Green, the band I have with Ash, like she's kind of the or she is the main lyricist and I and I work as much more of a side man with other bands or yeah. side person for other bands, so um you know, I enjoy that too. But I I also just enjoy like writing just for writing too right. sometimes and who knows what that can turn into, but but yeah, I don't write lyrics like that anymore. I, I I've been trying to force myself to where I'm like, oh, this is a song, or yeah, you know, or like this is a song for someone I want to work with or something. But I don't really do it. musically. I do that a, a bit and work with other artists in that way. Yeah, yeah, especially over the the pandemic, I've been playing with a lot of other people around town, recording for people and stuff, which has been fun. Right, and yeah. you know, and you've been doing that. Uh, I think technology was is, was perfect for the pandemics. Pandemic, like yeah. it, like it was right on time. Oh, like yeah. we, like you could send tracks to people yeah. and record, send it back, do all that type of stuff. Totally like stuff that you we, could do your show from home. Or, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty amazing, you know. And have like, that's where the internet is a beautiful thing. I think. It, that yeah. is where it is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. that that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's where it stops. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. I just want to lim- I, 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 I want to put limitations on the internet. I'm that's sorry. That's where the yellow brick road <laughs> turns into Silk Road. Yeah. Uh, that's where it, <laughs> it ends. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I did. I know uh, we were going to try and keep the news light and whatnot, oh, yeah. but I did. I do have to throw in just a little bit of. Um, Got to balance it out. Yeah. In more Republicans hate you news. Um, Missouri Governor Mike Parson announced Thursday that he will not expand Medicaid, Medicaid, ignoring the state constitution that requires it after voters supported the measure in referendum. So voters voted, votes were counted, a measure was passed, and the governor isn't going to do it. Um, In this contentious 2020 ballot measure, uh, 53% of Missouri voters supported expanding Medicaid uh, eligibility to the state's low-income workers who can't afford health insurance but earn too much to access the state's Medicaid program. Uh, and Pors- Parson is claiming that the state could not afford to fund the program's expansion after the Republican-controlled state assembly refused to fund that aspect of the budget. So the Republicans do the budget, decide not to include the money for expanding Medicaid, and that takes care of that. This was a plan. This is... Somebody, Makes sense. Yeah. Someone said, well, the people voted to expand Medicaid. Now, how do we stop it? What do you think they'll name their new party? Aren't they? Isn't oh, it's. Yeah, I don't know. What aren't they disbanding? It's like. The Republicans? Yeah. It's, they're, they're fucked. They're like the Stones. Finally, they're breaking up. What? And the Stones no, are breaking no, up? No, I'm just joking. I'm oh just joking. <laughs> just joking. That's mean. That's mean to the Stones. I didn't mean to say that. But they're like, it's just like, you know, it's like. Uh, 
it's like what what's going on here yeah but the, the republican party is yeah they're uh, i didn't mean to just the sounds that was very mean <laughs> Who, what's a what's another band that should break up like uh you know uh, oh man yeah <laughs> there's so many buck of Cher- them oh, well, i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> buck Cherry or something. I don't know. Are they still all together? I th- who knows? Oh, who uh, yeah. who just put out a new album that shouldn't have? And I oh man, gosh, that would have worked so well. Um, Greta Van Fleet, but uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't. So anyway, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should have. You know, like I'm. Yeah, I'm not surprised at everything going. And it seems everyone is so going so psycho that I wasn't surprised that they're they're quitting the band. The band's disbanding yeah. for all these years. But who knows what kind of other side projects they'll have oh, now. it's not going to be good the side <laughs> projects aren't good it's not going to be you know and there'll be a reunion tour they, i bet oh, at some point i hope so oh man it's gonna be no wild. i mean it, it's it, i think it's kind of good because it uh if the more they separate the more they sure. they break up the if you if the if democrats can just just get everybody to agree on their side yeah then things should go okay but who knows because also nothing's really working so it'd be nice to yahtzee the whole thing really oh hey look but (laughs) i've said it many times on this show the system isn't broken it's working exactly the way it's supposed to that's true and we need to tear it down yes yeah for sure yeah i hear those yahtzee dice in my ears just like (laughs) it's like that's uh hopefully society changing for the greater greater good yeah hopefully yeah but yeah, I mean, cli- with climate's got to stop changing so much. We we don't have much time to change on these things that should have been not there to we begin don't. with. So it's scary. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you're scared, but I am. Um, it Little is, bit. Yeah. It's, it's frightening. And I I was saying this the other day. Like I talked to my dad about stuff like this, and he's uh, 78. You know, uh-huh. older mm-hmm. and uh, retired. Lives in Mexico six months out of the year. Well. Uh, when there's not a pandemic, travels the world the rest of the time. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like, you know, well, well, whatever. Things are going to, you know, that's just the way things go. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's got maybe, if he's uh, maybe 10 years, maybe yeah. left. Yeah. So in 10 years, uh, <laughs> you know, he it doesn't matter to him. In, in yeah. 15 years, we're going to be fucked. Yeah. I mean, if things don't change, if we don't do something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we and it's not and it's not us as just the small people, it's the large people in charge. You know, I think we're made to believe that it's really our faults and but, absolutely. but we're the ones caring. Yeah. And then the people that can actually make a difference don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh so that's where it gets really disheartening all the time. That's where generations of people either get shut up or, you know, fed up or just you know sick sick and tired and switch you know and shut down or whatever but like i think that a lot of part of the internet and going back to communicating with people we're all trying to uplift each other and i think that's why there's like you know occupy and and all these things that happened in the past maybe they could have been a little bit more solidified with how the internet is now and then now this is happening so maybe people are able to like communicate and try to like rally around each other it's messed up that we have to go fund me everyone's medical and expenses and like we don't have support from 
these like you know richest country in all the galaxy or yeah. whatever you know what i mean most most planets are like why do you guys have money it's not even fucking doesn't even matter other planets uh, yeah. are laughing at us yeah you guys. exactly they're yeah. laughing at us they're just they're like already made of plants <laughs> and they're just like why do you guys give a shit about any of this we're all plants already and yeah yeah we just make music with the sky or whatever you know yeah this is his next album folks. yes <laughs> yeah plantasia too <laughs> You know that record, Plantasia? That's a great. That's a good record. Uh-uh. Oh, no, you should check it out. It's All cool. right. Yeah. Well, let's check out another one of your tracks. Um, yeah. Is this oh, is this homage? I want it to I be homage. Yeah. Because I mean, there's two more tracks. Okay, but yeah. we're at, but we're at nine fifty one, and I just because I really want uh, I really enjoyed homage. So yeah. I right want to hear homage again. Sweet. Sounds good. Man. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. This is another title track from. Uh, from yeah, from that record that I released just not too long ago, just kind of like the start of all this craziness, pretty much. Fantastic! So this is homage, brass clouds. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions. <laughs> Thank you. 
You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Folks, check out what else we got. Uh, what uh, w- Check out what we got going on on Podland. We got uh, Fiddle Me This. is a great little podcast uh, hosted by JT Trawick. You can also uh, check out my three songs with DJ BA and myself, smoking weed, listening to music and talking. That's a lot of fun. You can also check out DJ BA's DJ page and his show, Strictly Off the Records. It's all right here on Podland.Productions. And we got more coming, folks. So uh, check it all out. Become a patron. Patron. At, on patreon.com there you go i did my read there uh hanging out here with dustin debrig and listening to brass clouds that one was called omega really really like that track a lot oh yeah yeah oh yeah homage oh my what did i say omega Whatever. which is a good name too <laughs> and then it's dibvig oh my i feel God. like you've slipped <laughs> at that i think you said it right at first that it slipped yeah yeah but that's yeah. good no it's a weird name it's kind of like it looks like they messed up. It kind of looks like a scrap, like a shitty scrabble. It kind of looks like DJ FGQBNYG. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's how it's pronounced, actually. It's Dustin DJ. Um, Just say it all name. Is that an homage? You know, that... Uh that that song is kind of just like a funny take on words like ohms for for speakers and stuff uh, and like that that song i really was going through like a big like so wait it's not even a word and, and it's and not then a you word. corrected me on how to pronounce <laughs> i don't it. think it is it a, i mean it is a word but i think it's spelled differently yeah uh, yeah maybe not i can't remember but I, I thought it was just i was like stoned and was like oh, oh homage and homage and yeah um working with amps or whatever but yeah, I don't know. I was going for like this weird, like, like hawk wind on me- nice. meets like you know gentle giant or something. I was going through this big prog phase, yeah, and, as I do many times, and and yeah, but I still like a lot of that is still like chopped and looped in Ableton, not looped as much, but yeah, but it still has a lot of like these weird breaks and cuts that I'll like throw digitally, which is why I love Ableton. It's like you can like prog- progify yourself, yeah, in a cool way. Awesome. Yeah. yeah um, sure. So, folks, you can check out Brass Clouds uh, at brassclouds.com. You can also find them on Bandcamp. Um, on Spotify, too. Spotify. There's a few records on there, even though I don't support them. But if, if you're rocking, <laughs> <laughs> if you rock Spotify, which I totally get, it's a good way to listen to music. And the other it's name of there. your band is? Oh, yeah, it's Mondegreen. Mondegreen. Yeah. And you uh, are, is that on uh, Bandcamp as well? Yeah, Bandcamp, Spotify. Is today a Bandcamp Friday? You know, I don't think I think it's over. What they don't do Bandcamp Fridays I, anymore? I, I heard that maybe it was the last one. That doesn't make was any last sense. Friday, or maybe they're maybe they're doing it every few months or every quarter. Oh. Yeah, I oh. don't think it is today. But well, every Friday could be Bandcamp Friday. It can be if you act now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, check it all out, and then, folks, we're gonna be back next week, right here, same place, uh, same time, nine to ten. Tuesday through Friday, good mid-morning. We got Joey Ficken on Tuesday, uh, Arlo Warehouser on Wednesday. I believe Aura Taylor will be here on Thursday, and then Mystery Guest on Friday. Who knows what's going to happen next Friday. Uh, Dusty, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much, Liam. And good to uh, see you. It's so good to see you, yeah. and uh, I, love, I love what you're doing. I love the music. Keep it going. Appreciate it. Thank you. And I'm going to use some of these songs. I know, I'm going to use one of these songs on, on my three songs. I know that for sure. Please do. Because yeah. this is some stony-ass shit. <laughs> Please 